great news, everyone. Jesus is alive and well. This is Glenn Raglan Educational and Transformational Ministries. Great Ministries. Welcome to this week's podcast. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for those who have tuned in to this week's podcast. We thank you for those who have found us in England, France, and Ghana. We pray the blood of Jesus over tendonitis and bursitis. We pray that your word will go forward. It will not return to you empty. It will accomplish what you sent it to do. In the name of the living bread, Jesus Christ, amen. We continue our series on betrayal in the Bible. And last week I discussed the religious leaders' betrayal of Jesus. And this week I want to discuss the obvious betrayer, Judas. Let's see how he betrayed the Lord. The prophecy of Judas is found in Zechariah 11, verses 12 through 13, which reads, Then I said to them, If it is agreeable to you, give me my wages, and if not, refrain. So they weighed out for my wages thirty pieces of silver, and the Lord said to me, Throw it to the potter, that princely price they set on me. So I took the thirty pieces of silver and threw them into the house of the Lord for the potter. My comrades for Christ, from this one verse come six prophecies that were fulfilled. One, thirty pieces of silver were paid. Two, silver was paid, not gold. Three, the potter received the money. Four, Judas took the money to the temple. Five, he threw the money down in the temple. And six, the Lord says that this is the value placed on him. Thirty pieces of silver was the price of a slave who had been injured by an owner's ox in Exodus 21, verse 31 through 32. The prophecy is fulfilled in Matthew 26, verses 14 through 16, as Judas went to the chief priest, asking what they would give him to deliver Jesus to them. And they counted out 30 pieces of silver. Verse 16 says, So from that time on, he sought opportunity to betray him. Listen to what Psalm 41 and 9 says. Even my close friend, in whom I trusted, who ate my bread, has lifted up his heel against me. This verse was written by David the king, and otherwise known as David the prophet, in describing Judas. He was one of the twelve, chosen by Jesus. But why? Because scripture had to be fulfilled. Jesus confirms his choice of Judas in John 6, verses 70 through 71, saying, Did I not choose you, the twelve, and one of you is a devil? He spoke of Judas Iscariot, the son of Simon, for it was he who would betray him, being one of the twelve. Folks, I get asked why Jesus would choose someone who he knew would betray him. When we look at Psalm 41.9, a close friend would be a person you choose to be a friend and you let them become a close friend. But why does Jesus call Judas his friend when he really was his enemy? Folks, our Lord and Savior set the example of forgiveness for us by forgiving the one who would betray him. As one of the twelve, Judas sat under the teaching of Jesus for over three years. They would have shared many meals together. Judas was so close to the living God, yet his heart was so far away. Jesus says these words to his disciples in John 6:64. But there are some of you who do not believe. For Jesus knew from the beginning who they were who did not believe 
and who would betray him. My brothers and sisters, Judas played the part of a Christian, but wasn't. The church is full of actors, those who act like Christians, but are not. The fulfillment of Psalm 41 and 9 came as Jesus sat down with his disciples for the Passover meal. Matthew's narrative is in Matthew 26, verses 20 through 25. Verse 21 says, Now as they were eating, he said, Assuredly, I say it to you, one of you will betray me. And they were exceedingly sorrowful, and each one of them began to say to him, Lord, is it I? He answered and said, He who dipped his hand with me in the dish will betray me. Verse 24 continues, The Son of Man indeed goes just as it is written of him. But woe to that man by whom the Son of Man is betrayed. It would have been good for that man if he had not been born. Then Judas, who was betraying him, answered and said, Rabbi, is it I? He said to him, You have said it. My Christian friends, during the Passover meal in John 14, 26, Jesus took the unleavened bread, dipped it in the bitter herb, and it was given to his friend to eat. Jesus gave this to Judas, showing that Jesus still loves us, even when we betray him. One of the most intriguing dynamics of this scene is that every disciple asked Jesus if they would be the one to betray him. Each one asked, is it I, including Judas, who knew he was the one, yet the rest of the disciples seemed clueless that it was Judas. John 13, 2 says, And supper being ended, the devil, having already put into the heart of Judas Iscariot, Simon's son, to betray him, my brothers and sisters, if the devil was attacking Jesus' disciples and Jesus was with them, he certainly will attack you and Jesus is with you. We must continually be on guard as the devil already knows he is defeated, but he will take down with him as many as he can. Taking down one of the twelve was a major victory in the eyes of Satan. John 13, 27-30 is the point of no return for Judas. It reads, Now after the piece of bread, Satan entered into Judas. Now Jesus said to him, What you do, do quickly. But no one at the table knew for what reason he said this to Judas. For some thought, because Judas had the money box, that Jesus had said to him, Buy these things we need for the feast, or he should give something to the poor. Verse 30 says, Having received the piece of bread, he then went out immediately, and it was night. Folks, Jesus gave Judas a chance to repent when he offered him the bread that was dipped. This custom was reserved for the special guest at the supper. By rejecting the opportunity to come clean and showing that Judas had allowed Satan to take him, Jesus tells Judas to move along. My friends, sometimes things just don't work out. And when you are in a toxic relationship, the end result is that you are going to get sick. You can forgive the other person, but just like Jesus said, do what you do, do quickly, and move on. After the Passover meal, Jesus goes to pray for himself, his disciples, and all believers in the Garden of Gethsemane, as written in Matthew 26:36. It is at this place where Judas appears, but he doesn't come alone. From John's Gospel, the 18th chapter, beginning with verse 2, Judas was familiar with the garden because Jesus would bring his disciples to the place. 
Judas brought a small army of men armed with swords and clubs. Now remember, it's nighttime, so they also brought lanterns and torches. Mark 14.44 describes how they will arrest Jesus. It reads, Now his betrayer had given them a signal, saying, Whomever I kiss, he is the one. Seize him and lead him away safely. Luke 22.48 says, But Jesus said to him, Judas, are you betraying the Son of Man with a kiss? My Christian friends, if you have been listening to the previous Betrayal in the Bible podcast, you will recognize the kiss of death. But unlike other recipients receiving the kiss of death, who were immediately killed, Jesus was taken away to be tried. The fulfillment of the prophecy of Zechariah 11 verses 12 and 13 is found in Matthew 27 verses 3 through 8. It reads, Then Judas, his betrayer, seeing that he had been condemned, was remorseful and brought back the thirty pieces of silver to the chief priests and elders, saying, I have sinned by betraying innocent blood. And they said, What is that to us? You see to it. Verse 5 says, Then he threw down the pieces of silver in the temple and departed and went and hanged himself. But the chief priest took the silver pieces and said, It is not lawful to put them into the treasury because they are the price of blood. And they consulted together and bought with them the potter's field to bury strangers in. Therefore, that field has been called the field of blood to this day. My friends, the betrayal of Jesus by Judas is a sad chapter in the life of Jesus. But scripture had to be fulfilled. God didn't make Judas betray Jesus, but he knew that it would happen. Judas had a chance to repent, but he didn't. His remorse at the end of his life was not repentance. True repentance comes when you ask forgiveness of the one we have offended. Judas didn't do that. But you and I can ask God to forgive us of our sins in the name of Jesus. Would you do that while you still have time? Let's pray. Father, forgive us of our sins. We still have time to ask you for your forgiveness and we know that you will. You sent your son Jesus to die for our sins and if we would only ask, we would be forgiven. We ask these things in the name of the great God and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. I continue to encourage you to find a good Bible teaching church. Send your prayer request as well as your praise reports to our email address, which is hello at greatministries.org. Please continue to pray for Great Ministries and share us with your friends, your family, your loved ones, and the unsaved. Stay safe, be blessed, and have a great week.